0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring on the Reviews podcast, where if you want it, review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast bring a ton of movie news, comic news, even some TV news as well. Um, this is the 100th episode of the podcast. We've made it to number 100. And today is March 13th, 2019. So, of course, um, this is going to be a special little podcast of sorts. I'm going to have quite a bit of things to talk about. It might even go over the 25-minute mark. So let's buckle down, get your, you know, OJ, get your, you know, slippers on, something very, very comfortable, and get relaxed, because it's going to be a journey today. So let's go. Um, First one is thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, And of course, this is where I give my thoughts on things that happened the past week. Give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in the circle. So first thing I have here is Nicole Kidman is being, um eyed for as the the lead role for the Cruella movie, so of course they're doing all the the villains of sorts of live action, and we have Angelina Jolie playing um, Maleficent. So now we have Nicole Kidman is being reported to be one of the top picks for the um, Disney Cruella's movie. So my my thought is on this is um it's good, it's a very good good um pick. When it comes down to it, you need your great stars to be there. And I feel Nicole Kidman has done her dues. She's definitely one of the one of the top um, actresses in Hollywood right now. So the fact that she's being reported for this role is nothing but big, big things for it. I kind of want to see how she looked like with everything together. I feel like she would kind of mirror her her um, her role that she played in the Paddington movie. And that's probably what I'm thinking about when I first heard about this whole story was like, hey, yeah, I can see it happening. She played the villain in Paddington, and she's pretty good. She's very, very solid as a character. So my only thought is, when they make this movie, hopefully it's not going to be anything like um, Maleficent, where they made it where she's a, a very, very under, un, not really, not really underutilized. I'll, I'll say more or less like a, uh, no one really understood her kind of, and now she's like a good person. So hopefully they make it where Cruella is evil. There's no doubt about it, and she's going to do whatever she is, is going to do to get those you know those puppies. So I kind of want to see exactly what happens with this whole thing. For me, definitely a thumbs up all the way, just because Nicole Kim is amazing, and the fact that they're trying to go after her as you know the lead role is definitely a plus in my book. And it's funny enough that the young version of Cruella is going to be um, Emma Stone, which when I look at them, they're not too far off, but far enough to where I'm like, eh. You can see differences between them both. Um, I kind of wish they was more, more more, connected in some kind of way, to perform. form. I kind of wish they had two actresses that look closer to each other in facial features and, and you know, tell from, all right, this person can be young and this person can be older. So it's kind of weird. I want to see exactly how young they're going to go and how old is Corilla going to be in this movie. So for me... I see greatness from this. I really do. And hopefully that Disney doesn't mess up. Hopefully Disney doesn't do anything silly. Hopefully Disney decides, all right, let's double down on this evil character and let people know that Cruella is here and she's here to stay, kind of. So I kind of want to see what, what script they come up with, with the whole Cruella movie. And if it's going to be like a early version of her and then say this happened before the, the, um, the the One Thou Mason's movie that came out. I'm not sure but hopefully it's not too too far off from what I'm imagining in my head. So for me, thumbs up for that one. Nicole Kimman is definitely someone you should put in your movie if you have the chance to. So next thing I'm here is um Disney Plus is thinking about or well, I'm not really thinking about it. They're actually doing it. Um when it comes down to it, um it's going to be a what if series to happen, animated series to be honest. Um, cause if it was live action, it'd been kind of weird. But animated, I could see how it could how I could pull this off. So basically, what's gonna happen is, of course, Disney Plus is gonna have a ton of shows on their streaming service. Everyone's doing a streaming service, basically. So Disney Plus is joining the game, of course, and it should be coming out in the fall, sometime later this year, around that time frame. So what they're doing is they're adapting the What If comics. So if you're not familiar with that, um, the What If comics is basically a list of comics that had it where if superheroes receive different powers. So what if, you know, um, like in the article, what if Loki wielded the hammer rather than Thor did? Which would be kind of crazy and kind of off the off the rails, but that can be kind of kind of fun. Um, or what if, you know, Daredevil was blind and everyone... <laughs> he actually was blind. Uh, what if... Everyone knew that he was blind, sorry. That would be kind of crazy. And it will change the story slightly to where they'll start to now attack his senses. That would be kind of cool and kind of, you know, kind of nice to see. Or what if Spider-Man actually saved Gwen Gwen Stacy? Will he actually, you know, stay with her? Will he ever, you know, interact with, you know, the Black Cat character or even marry Jane Watson? Because, you know, Gwen Stacy was number one, so... Who, who knows what will happen if um, she survived the whole thing? Or, you know, what if the Fantastic Four received different powers? So it'd be kind of cool to see what they'll come up with. And I can see great things happen with it just because on a weekly or even like, bi weekly basis. I'm not sure how often they can put this whole thing out. But you can make a series where there would be a lot of fun. There's a lot of mixing and the matching of things. And you can take different properties, just like the the four properties I just mentioned now. Marvel has a great list of um, characters in their arsenal. So it'd be kind of cool to see, you know, a little twist of what their stories was and see what will happen in the future for these Marvel animated properties. I'm telling you, as long as you keep on with your your properties on this animated, oh, animated on this um, streaming service, then it should be very, very good. Right now I have the DC streaming service and I'm pretty happy with that one. Just based off the, the different shows you put out there, different um comics you can read. So if they're trying to follow the same suit, they should definitely bring up good and new content that isn't just strictly on the forefront of live action because that takes quite a bit to make and quite to, quite a bit to do. So, if you do animated, you should definitely keep with it. Because um, these will be... These will be pretty dope, I'll be honest, if it comes down to it. It will be interesting enough to where it will keep you coming every week to see what they would change for each and every um, comic book arc and see what will make will make it kind of fun to watch, you know? So, I, I, I'm i actually happy about this. Um, I know Kevin Feige is going to do his thing. They're doing... Amazing things so far from what I'm seeing for Disney+. And I can't wait to see what other titles would they adapt to um, animated properties as well. Just because, you know, this is still a new streaming service. And I can't wait. But from what I'm seeing so far, especially with this What If series is happening, then it should definitely be something very um, spectacular. So next thing up here is... It's a rumor. I'm going to say rumor. I'm going to say rumor. It's because a lot of folks have been speculating about this and it hasn't been really confirmed at all. So there's a rumor that um, Sony could be acquiring um, the rights to um, Take-Two and 2K. So if you think about this, all my folks that play video games... This is very, very, very big when it comes down to, um, Grand Theft Auto comes down to Borderlands comes down to all the basketball and all the sports games. This is huge. If it's true, it's, it's been a lot of speculation. A lot of things have matched up quite, quite seamlessly of sorts. So, um, the Sony, um, shares have been going up. Same thing with take two. So you never know, um, It could happen. It could not happen. I'm not really sure. But based off this rumor, if it does happen, boy oh boy, will it be the craziest thing ever. My first thoughts about it already is, if you're having this merger, or not really merger, this taking over happen, then what happens to the Grand Theft Auto series? Does that become a Sony exclusive? If so, then that either one hurts their, um, their profit margin... Or even helps it. I'm not sure exactly what it will do. It might even force folks to actually get a PlayStation now. Um, I know folks want want to play Spider-Man very, very bad. So I'm not sure who will actually jump ship from Xbox to get a PlayStation as well. Who who knows? Or the 2K games become um, PS exclusive. Which I see a lot of folks being very, very angry with that. But it's a play. And it's a move that they could possibly make. So I'm not exactly sure, but this rumor so far sounds very, very solid. I give this one a thumbs up, thumbs up as well, just because when it comes down to the the rumor itself, it means that the future landscape of the game and series for these next couple of months could be changed and altered very heavily. And it could either mean a positive from one side or a negative on the other side. I know a lot of Xbox folks are going to be quite pissed if they become exclusive to only PlayStation, that'll be a major blow to the Xbox, um, calendar, uh, catalog, not calendar, um, catalog. I'll be crazy. So I, I'm not sure, but if I had to bet money on this, I'll say that Sony has the money, Sony has the capability of actually doing it. So I think a good power play would be taking over these two companies just because wh- why not? Why not have folks, you know, have exclusivity um, to their their brand or to their consoles, like that's what you need. Um, the those exclusive content will make you even want you make you even want the PlayStation more. So definitely bring it in. If it happens, I'll be scared and I might have to get myself a PlayStation as well. But I, hopefully, it doesn't you know affect too many people when it comes down to it but from what has been reading or i've been reading it looks kind of cool and i can't wait to see exactly what transpires in the next couple months and see if this actually becomes from rumor to actual fact or is this keeps in rumor um windmill of sorts so let's see exactly what happens but yeah that one i give a thumbs up as well so i have a couple trails here in front of me they're all pretty solid trailers. They really are. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Long Shot, Um trailer number two. So the first trailer came out. This was one with um Charlize Theron and um Seth Rogen. So it's like a com- rom-com of sorts. It looked pretty fun when the first trailer came out. It had all the right um recipes for a great rom-com. And the second trailer... It doubles down. It really does. It doubled down on everything that the first trailer did. It made you, it made me smile really, really heavy. So I'm actually excited to watch this whole trailer. Um, whole trailer. I mean, watch the whole movie. It looked very, very good. The trailer was entertaining. It had me laugh. Um, there's a lot of heart in there as well. I feel like they shouldn't put out any more trailers for this movie. I feel like too much. Too much in the trailers will definitely ruin it. I think if they stick to maybe reshooting oh not re really, um reformatting these two trailers they put out and like mash them between each other and then put a third trailer out, I'm fine. But they shouldn't put out any more new content. I feel like movies like this, you don't want to put out too much out there because then it just hurts your whole um your viewing um processes when it comes down to it. But the trailer itself it is a very, very solid trailer. It it took me for a loop. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Like, the first trailer, I was like, oh, this is actually entertaining and quite, you know, it took me by surprise. And then Trailer 2 came out, I was like, oh, okay. It It's definitely looking like it's going to be a very, very good rom-com. And I'm actually excited to see May 3rd pop up in my head. Um, It's looking very, very good for rom-coms um, this year. So that one looks very solid. Um, Charlize um, is definitely doubling down on her funniness. She's going to steal the show, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what she comes up with. I can't wait to see the the full interaction between her and Seth Rogen. I feel that Seth is going to be a good supporting um, actor, and I feel that Charlize is going to be amazing in her role. She seems like a down-to-earth kind of person, and that's What they're trying to portray in this movie. And it's definitely showing in spades. It looks very, very fun. The jokes they landed. There's no jokes that actually fall flat. I think the first trailer had like one or two moments where I was like, okay, this is kind of running long. This trailer here, they compacted it nicely. And they hit the points you want to hit. And you are now kind of invested in seeing this movie when it comes out. So for me, thumbs up for them all the way. So next drive here is a another movie that's um that has I think it has Seth Rogen in it. I know he's a, a producing it for sure, but it's a red band trailer. It's a red band trailer. It's called Good Good Boys. It's coming out in August, and boy oh boy, pun intended! Wow, these boys are crazy. So imagine Super meets. Let's see how how do you describe this Super they Did say Stranger Things, but I can't really say Stranger Things because it's a little bit different. It's more or less, um, super bad meets dope. Yeah, you can say that, yeah, definitely. Super bad meets dope because I'm thinking about things that transpire in the trailer and try to mash them together. If I mash those two movies together, then that's pretty perfect. Um, yeah, dope and 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 um and super bad. So, yeah, it looks it looks very very good. This trailer had me laughing from start to finish. The amount of craziness that they have these um, little boys do ridiculous. I feel like it's going to be I feel it's going to be kind of funny and I feel that it's going to really entertain me when it comes down to it just because the the jokes were just off the cuff and you can know that the kids are just having fun with it and it feels like it's gonna it's gonna hit me in the face and I'm not gonna be really sure where they came with all these jokes from and just whoever writing this whole thing looks very very solid and comedic chops are out there. Or if it's a point where they had the kids ad lib, if the kids ad lib then kudos to them. It just it sounds like it's gonna be very, very good. It looks very, very solid and very, very sleek of sorts. it feels like it's gonna be a great a great comedy of sorts, but I do feel like there is one part of it that might be a little bit, a little bit crazy for it, or way too crazy, is the whole, um, drug aspect. Cause I know there's a scene, well, not a really scene, I think the, the line through the whole thing is basically they want to get their, their drone back, but, um, the girls have like drugs in a bag. So it could get very, very dry very quick, but from what I've seen, if they do exactly what did in this trailer here, which is pepper in all that, but hit you with the crazy moments, then I see it become very very good. This the the whole the whole trailer just made me smile. It it had me Kool Aid smiling real fast. It just it took me by surprise. It really shocked me. It really had the shock value. Even the first couple seconds of it, where Seth Rogen's telling you basically. You, you kids can't actually watch this trailer because it's too off the wall. And it's like, even though you performed it, it's like, it's way too off the wall for you to actually watch it. Trust me, it's very much off the wall. It just, it's a great trailer. And I, I can't wait to see what comes about the whole movie. Um, August 16th could can't to come any, fa- any faster. It looks like comedy is definitely going to hit very hard this year. And I want to see exactly what else comes out for this genre. So it looks pretty good. I give this one a thumbs up as well. The next trail I've here, which I'll be honest, I had low expectations for this whole thing just because of, you know, Will Smith being extra blue and him looking exactly like Will Smith, him sounding exactly like Will Smith. I had very, very low expectations so, as you can tell, the next thing I have here in front of me is um, the first official Aladdin trailer. Um, Live-action version, of course. So, it doesn't look horrible. Um, Will Smith, I didn't mind him as much. I think, like, part of the way when he got to rap and singing kind of bit, it started to warm up to me a little bit more. I think if they have him speak less and show him less then I might like the movie a whole lot more. And that, that's kind of horrible to say. I, Will Smith is an amazing, amazing actor. I just felt that this role was not the right role for him. But at the same time, I could appreciate what they're trying to do with this whole movie. So I, I need to see exactly what they're trying to do with it. They had more of the original songs in here, which I definitely do like. Um, I think that all the live action versions that Disney's going to put out, they should have at least one or two of the original songs pl- plopped in there, which I'm surprised they didn't do it for the Mary Poppins movie, which is kinda weird. I kinda wish they had they added in like one or two more songs, but back to Aladdin. This one is actually a pretty solid movie. Um trailer. Um that one I didn't I didn't mind it at all. From start to finish, uh, I like the parkour. The parkour looked very, very crisp, very, very good. The relationship between um Jasmine and Aladdin Looks like it's going to be a pretty fun story again to, to see on the screen. And everything looked pretty solid so far. Except for, like, this one part of the trailer where the CGI, you could tell they're not in the sand. So it looks like they're standing in front of a green screen, which is kind of weird. They could also fix that up in the purse protection and whatnot. So, based on this trailer alone, I am, I am okay with it. Um, originally, my first reaction to the teasers were. Thumbs all the way down. This one actually is thumbs middle. It's a little bit more. I still think that the Will Smith portrayal knocks it down for me. If they took out Will Smith altogether and left everything else, I probably would have gave this a three-quarters way up. Just because of um, all the great little points they had in the movie where it definitely mirrors the the animated version. And it's gonna put a, its own little twist to it as well. Cause I seen a, a one scene that had the, the um, I think a big falcon of some sorts. It looks like a very very big bird. It looks like they were gonna do some little twists and takes on their own um, aspects, which is fine by me. As long as you keep the essence of the movie there, then you could take liberties if you want to, you know, add this or add that. So for me, I give on this one a thumbs middle just because everything else worked well for me and. Will Smith didn't piss me off too much when he portrayed well, portrayed himself kind of because it's this. It sounds too much like a Will Smith because I'm gonna be honest when it when he first came on the screen, I was okay-ish. When he first had his couple of lines, I was I was actually very very happy because he did like a deeper voice where he couldn't really recognize his voice, which I was fine with. And then he bust out back to his Will Smith's and I was like ah. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not hearing the fresh person better there in my, um, genie. So, uh, that's what draw me down just a little bit to it, which brings me to the actual poster for the movie. So the poster, it looks like everyone's taking the beats from Marvel's Avengers. Cause that's, it has the same kind of tone in the poster. Uh, one side is blue. One side is like, like reddish, orange, yellow kind of feature. It just, it feels like. All you had to do was just take the Marvel's Avengers poster and just put a in there with, you know, good on one side, bad on the other side. It, it feels like the same kind of thing. I kind of wish they, they, they did something else with the trailer, didn't do exactly what, what well, trailer, with um poster and did something else with it. It's, it just looked weird when it comes down to it. It just looks like they should have definitely tried a little better and not, you know, and not copy everything. I think whoever did the other poster did this poster too, which they probably should have got someone else, just to you know separate your your posters from looking exactly like each other. This I like posters that don't exactly copy each other, but you can see they had uh, like a little bit element there, a little bit element there. But if you're like a carbon copy of it, it just makes your movie kind of cheap for me. So it's not not something I want to see when it comes down to it. So that's all for thumbs up, thumbs down. Um so the next section I've here is the future of the podcast. So this is a section that's only gonna be talked about today for the most part. Um this talking about stuff that I want to do for the future and potentially what could come about with this podcast. So the first thing I have here is a potential YouTube. Um right now I have a YouTube account for bring on the reviews and I don't really use it as much as I should be using it. Um, and I'm thinking maybe I could put the podcast on there. Um, maybe I could turn it to a video podcast of sorts, because I know quite a few other folks do um, video podcasts. I'm not really sure what I want to do with it. If I do it that way, can I record my audio separate and then just upload that to, you know, iTunes and all other stuff and then record also, um, the visual aspects of it, which I'm not sure if it's going to be helpful or not. The only thing I'm going to say is this, you'll see me move more. You'll see me, you know, laugh more. You'll see me, you know, my facial expressions. Um, I'm kind of known for facial expressions slash, you know, body language of sorts. So I'm not sure if it'll help out with the whole podcast, if you'll like to see it in that kind of form. I don't know. But I'm thinking about that as well and seeing what could be potentially what I could do. Besides that, I do have... um, other thoughts of potentially doing a two time a week podcast of sorts um if i do two times a week it's definitely going to be the point where one is going to be like a throwback thursday of sorts where i'm going to talk about a movie that's been out for at least 10 years or so and review it that that could be one potential um podcast episode i'm thinking that might could be something i could put out there i'm not really sure as well i gotta think about it for sure and see what exactly is something that folks want to hear. Is it is it um, only news or is it just reviews? I've been approached a couple of times, and folks have always thought that my podcast is mostly me reviewing movies, which uh, I don't know. Maybe I can make it into the, like the throwback one for once a week. That's a potential thing I could do. And then keep the, the regular one like today where I have. Where talk about the news and, and go from there. I, I really like talking about the news just because I know a few folks do listen to podcasts and they rely on me, you know, talking about what I thought about things that came out this past week or, you know, my thought in this trailer or that trailer and it's kind of cool actually to keep this going. So I'm not sure exactly what I want to do with it and what and how I would like to expand for the most part. So I, I don't want to you know, get too big from our britches and, you know, do too much and then fall off. I want to keep it where it's sustainable, where I could keep it fun, I keep it fresh, and folks will understand it, folks will love it. So I'm not exactly sure, but, you know, let me know. Um, email me and let me know what your thoughts on it. Do you want to see a, a twice-a-week podcast? Do you want to see it on YouTube? Do you want to see a combination of both where um, one is the audio – and it's talking about news. And then the other one is about reviewing a movie that's 10 years older and more that's on YouTube. I could combine them together as well. It all depends on what exactly is there and how much time I have. Because going to YouTube editing is a lot. And I'm not sure. I got to think about that too. So, yeah, definitely let me know which one, which side do you fall on? What do you like to see? Um You can email me or you can message me on Twitter. I think Twitter is best, yeah. On Twitter. I'll probably put a poll, poll on there and see exactly what folks are thinking. You know, what they want to see exactly from this podcast itself. So, that'd be kind of cool to see that. So, um, to the normal, there's um, come to theaters. So, basically every week, there's uh, at least one or two or three or four movies that come out. And I rank them from I'll pass to interested. So, this week, we actually have four movies that come out in theaters. Um, the first one being Wonder Park, then Nancy Drew and the Hidden, um, Staircase, Five Feet Apart, and Capital State. So, Capital State, sorry. Capital State, haha. <laughs> Capital State. So, for Wonder Park, um, I guess one a semi-interested. Um, it looks kind of fun, but it feels like it's going to be something that's going to be semi-boring. Uh, I can feel it from the trailer just a little bit. It feels like it's going to be Super cliche, but at the same time, it could be, it could be interesting. I'm not going to lie. So for that one, I give it a semi-interested. The next one here is um, Nasty Drew. So this one, I'm going to give it a pass. I'm going to give it a hard pass. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I want to see this whole thing. Nasty Drew is definitely one franchise that I wouldn't mind seeing get like a big treatment to. But I feel that if you don't do it properly, it's going to look very, very cheap. It's going to look very, very corny. And and for me, I feel that it has a combination of both and it, I don't know, it just doesn't look like it's going to be done right. And you really should definitely um, consider not watching this whole thing. Uh, the next movie I have here is five feet apart. So, I've seen, like, one or two trailers. Like, the one trailer I have seen, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I'll say I would, um... I'll say semi-interested as well for that one. Just because it looks like it's gonna be fun. Um, the main characters look kind of cool. They don't look like they'll be born. They look like they'll have some kind of entertainment factor. I have a feeling that one of them might get very, very sick. And potentially, um... I feel like the guy is going to die. That's what I feel like. Because these kind of movies, it's like there's always some kind of extra sadness to it. I feel like he's going to die and then she's going to get something from him that's going to make her live. So I, that's how I feel like this movie's going to turn towards. I, that's how I feel like it's going to go. So I, I don't mind it. It's one of the things where as long as you keep me entertained from point A to point B, it's fine if, you know, this is the the... The road that's always traveled for the most part, so I'm okay with that. Um, the next one here is Captive State. So this one doesn't look too bad. Um, actually, I'm I'm gonna give it a a very soft pass, just because um, it doesn't look horrible, but at the same time, it it can it can be quite a very boring movie. I, I'm not sure, but for me, I'm gonna give it that rating just because. I don't mind seeing it, but at the same time I could see I can see where it could very, very annoy me to a point that I'm not gonna actually love it at all. So I'm gonna give it a soft pass for now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So this is the end of the episode. You can find other episodes of the Bring On Reviews podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and Tumblr at Bring On Reviews. Also on Twitter, at BringOnReviews, no the in that one. Use the hashtag BringOnReviews for any comments you might have, some personal reviews, and suggestions you might ask, have as well. Um, you can visit our website, which is BringOnReviews.com, for any movie reviews and this podcast you actually listen to. Um, you can also email us at um, info at BringOnReviews.com for any questions, inquiries you might have. Thinking about reviewing a movie? Love watching TV shows? Then you should definitely join a team. Um, email me there and with the subject line of I want to join the review team and I'll let you know also you can find me on all social media at DwightAntC that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C again that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C and you can email me also at DC at bringonthereviews.com and we'll catch you reviewers next time